Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode. gas and mm, I'm kind of debating whether I'm in the smallest of spaces that I've been for a podcast but I'm in a hotel room <laughs> feels that sounds very as if I'm like I've kind of up myself in the podcast world like I'm in a hotel room <laughs> I wouldn't call it a, it's a cell <laughs> or cosy yes <laughs> which I'm happy about and I am with the very talented Martina Govin Raj now yeah, I've just yep. said it properly yeah that's fine we had a discussion about this before um, we started and you told me something really interesting about your name yeah um, so Govin Raj isn't actually my name my dad uh, played cricket for India in the um, late 60s 70s mm. so he, he toured with India and he was part of the squad that um, beat England in England and the West Indies in the West Indies for the first time. In fact, yeah. that's where he met my mum was on his tour <gasps> in the West Indies. Jesus. So he travelled the world, but um, his well, my family is linked to C.K. Naidu. So his uncle married, I think, married C.K. Naidu's daughter, mm-hmm. which meant that our surname was Naidu. But if he had taken that, people would have thought that he thought that people would have thought that his he got that position because he got picked because he's linked and because he's linked to CK Nidal so that's how I'm Govan Raj goodness and you said the surname means kingdom Kingdom of God kingdom of God yes not bad yeah yeah totally powerful yes what does Naidu mean do you know Um, I have no idea cool (laughs) I was like but you were never Naidu no I've always been Govan Raj I mean Hmm. the thing is my dad actually signs cards and things and he signs Govind because everyone calls him Govind right but that's how he signs it to me. Does he? I'm like, Dad. It's Dad. <laughs> Lots of love, Govind. Does he? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> or he leaves messages on my phone. And obviously you can see who's ringing. Uh-huh. And if I've missed a call, he leaves a message and it says, Tina, it's Daddy, call me. I'm like, well, I know I it's know. you, Dad. Because I can <laughs> see the message. <laughs> tells us. Or, or if I'm abroad, he'll mm-hmm. shout down the phone at me. I'm like, I can hear you fine. Why are you shouting? <laughs> to get all the way across the continents because I remember as kids with, uh, with big phones my mm-hmm. dad used to have when he rang India calling India was really difficult uh-huh. so he, they would like get a few seconds of like shouting at each other and that was great that was so, and so in his mind yeah. it's exactly the same still I'm like I can actually hear you why are you shouting at me goodness that's so funny yeah. so you haven't lived in India at all or I was born there you were born there right okay yeah, so me and my brother and sister were born in mm-hmm. India and then my mum brought me over here as a baby in mm-hmm. her arms so in those days you could just write your children in your passport so that's why I'm, I'm Irish because my mum wrote me in her passport is that right? yeah wow so and have you been back I've been back since. once right okay um, that was about 20 years ago goodness and I wanted to go to the Taj Mahal so mm-hmm. I went to India I thought right going to India you've got to go to Taj Mahal and for the first time in its history they closed the Taj Mahal <laughs> for the India-Pakistani summit and they closed it for a fortnight and I went you've got to be kidding thanks me. guys so I haven't been to Taj Mahal because Rubbish. it was closed so I went to Goa instead and to be fair I think if you went to the Taj Mahal 
you would be taking some amazing images because that's why we're that's why we're in a hotel room <laughs> talking <laughs> to each other. Um, this is the first time we're meeting, although I feel like I kind of know you, Martina. Do you? Well, Just through the internet, the joys of the internet. And oh, then I must seem fantastic. The absolutely, great. absolutely. <laughs> and I've been privy to your amazing work. Oh, okay, thanks. But it, it, but it isn't your work. It, it is a total passion because you have yeah. a job. You have something else that you do. Yeah, I, I full time work in an office. Yeah. Yes, a desk. Mm. And when I'm not doing that, I'm taking photos. But the, the commitment. I love to it. that yeah it looks like you know when I first saw your work I was like oh yeah that must be our job I didn't know you had another career yeah I thought just at the level that your photography's at and I know obviously you travel and you, you go to a lot of gigs and stuff so yeah. I just assumed that was your actual people job. do think I bet yeah yeah it's great because like Facebook people are like wow you have so amazing like <laughs> Yeah, that's all I do is I drink beer and I travel the world. That's to take it, That's That's right. I, mean, <laughs> I don't work like 40, 50 hours a week uh-huh. and then do my other job, taking yeah. photos and editing and writing and doing all this other stuff. Totally. As a kid, was photography or art, or was that your go-to? I, I liked it, but I wasn't encouraged to do it. Right, okay. Um, because in those days, they said, you'll never get a job. You'll never make any money off of this. You need to be more academic. Mm. So we had just in the school, um, I went to a girls' school, they'd just opened this tiny little um, like photography lab. And so I wasn't allowed to do photography. They were like, no, you need to concentrate on, right. on proper work. Yeah. So I, this is before, the days before the internet. I would go into the lab, the t- tiny lab, and when you put the red light on, mm. because no one used it, they thought a teacher was in there. So I used to go in there and I learned. I taught myself through books right. how to do it. Goodness. And so I would get up and school started at eight twenty two. That was the first bell. I like it. So very <laughs> precise. Eight eight classes. Uh-huh. Eight twenty two. Right. And I would get into school early to go into the go into the photography lab and roll film myself. Mm-hmm. To, taught myself. So and then I would go and take pictures during the day at school mm-hmm. and then either at lunchtime or after school I'd run back in there. And I would develop them myself, always with one eye on the door, because it was all very... And so all my original... I still have them, my negatives and stuff. Do you? And you can see my thumbprints on the pictures, because I never got to hang them up. So I'd be running through school with, like this, and hanging them in my tiny locker to dry, because I couldn't hang... It was all a secret. And you, like, didn't tell anybody that you were Uh, My my school friends knew. Yeah. But, but like, teachers and family and stuff. No, not really. No. I mean, I think my family sort of knew, but mm-hmm. my older sister was into art, so mm-hmm. there was a bigger focus on She actually did art, and she was really, really right, good. Right, okay. I mean, my mum bought me that, my first camera, I still got it. It's a Practica, like, it, it, I thought it was much smaller, it's massive. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's, I got it secondhand when I was 16, and Goodness. I, I love it. It's okay. and that's, Why do you yeah. think you're, like, so committed? Like, that sounds like a lot of work. Like, you know, I you just, to conceal it and... I think it was because I was told I couldn't. Right. There was the thing. I I liked doing it, Mm. but I was like, why can't I? Uh And then people will say, that's a really good photo. Even at university, I took photos. Right. And what did you go to study at uni then? Um, English. I did Greek and Roman studies, um, theatre. I used to love all of that sort of Mm. side of thing. So yeah, Yeah. that's what I wanted to get into. Okay. But didn't. didn't. I was too busy partying. And the photography just obviously stayed with you yeah. ever since then? It went quiet for a okay. while. And then in 2007, I went to seven weddings. Some of the best weddings I've ever been to. Okay. And maybe one of the worst. 
Um, so yeah, went to these weddings and someone handed me a camera mm-hmm. and said, "Oh, do you want to take some pictures?" Because I think her brother, the the bride's brother, was a bit drunk. Mm-hmm. So I took his camera and started taking pictures and was really, really enjoying it. And I was like, yeah. "Oh, this!" And it was a DSLR, and I was like, "Oh, this is like big ha- yeah. camera." Took loads of pictures, and then afterwards, I remember someone saying, "There's some really good pictures on that. Did you take them?" And I was like, "I did." And then I got a taste for it again. Yeah. So then I got a DSLR and I started taking every wedding I went to I took pictures but you never had any lessons or literally just kind of self yeah I, I went to um, one adult education thing it was like an, a Wednesday evening mm-hmm. super guy lovely photographer mm-hmm. but like told us explained like tried to explain basics and like we did like things with light painting and that sort yeah. of thing just so you could understand how and it was all about he said look just giving you the basics and yeah and that's how it's, I was like, I really love it. And then, yeah, I just started taking pictures of people's weddings as a guest. And so I knew the bride doesn't get to see what goes on. So true. There's so much of your wedding day that you do miss. And everyone in the, I mean, because I've been married, I'm married. Yeah. So I know what I missed. And I was like, hmm, okay. And everyone is dressed up. Mm. And everyone wants their picture taken. Yeah. Because they're like, I'm in my Sunday best. Aye, of course, I've made an effort. Yeah, so I was going around taking pictures of all the guests and all the things that the bride wouldn't see. And then, so I didn't take, and then I was just putting them on Facebook and stuff and people oh, were like, boy. wow, I love these. these and that, that has become more popular, that style of photography, I think, for weddings, like them working kind of just in the moment, yeah. you know, not all posed. Yeah, and people you know, love them. Yeah, just really capturing the day for what it was. Yeah, and, and it just got, it sort of started leading on from there where people were like, <laughs> actually saying, can you take pictures at our wedding? And I was like, so, and I said, Look, I don't want to be your number one photographer. I said, I'll be number two, literally. I'll be, I'll be, the, I'll be this, the one that is, does everything different. And they said, no, we. that's exactly what we want. And yeah, I yeah. go into so many people's houses and see my and photos. And why did you not want to be number one? Boy? Is it the, the, the... I don't do those sort of posed yeah. photos. I just, I just think it's odd. I, I don't like being in front of a camera. Uh-huh. So I know what it's like when people are pointing cameras at you and it's very, very uncomfortable. And so I'm like, look, I'm just going to disappear into the, you know, I'm small, people ignore me mostly anyway. <laughs> just, you are really small. Yes, I'll be in the background and I think that's another thing yeah. where I've just been so, people just have not underestimated me but just sort of no, mm. disregarded me and I was like, huh, okay, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I just started doing that and then I, um, I had, a, well, I had misfortune as I miscarried a few years ago. Oh my goodness. Um, and I lost a year of my life. Like, literally, I'd say mentally, I'd lost all. And then I found, I woke up and I remember I was in I, I used to go to Ikea mm-hmm. and just stand in Ikea when I was off work. And I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> I would stand in the lighting section for mm-hmm. hours. And then in January, I was like, I need to do something. And I started going to do like Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I went to meetups and people were going, So you're going to meet a bunch of strangers and take pictures? And I went. Sound dodgy at all? Yes, and I was like, "Can someone please drop call me after ten minutes in case it's really bad?" And I'll say I can leave. And I still know people that I met on that first meet, and Goodness. and it was just with my iPhone, taking yeah. pictures in, at the V&A. And then after a while, we were meeting up like every weekend and stuff. And I just went. I missed my camera. Mm. It's all just well good having a phone, but, And then I was looking at. I was like, right, I'm going to buy a new camera because the DSLRs are massive. Mm. And they were causing all sorts of marital <laughs> upset. Right. There was a lot of hostility about the camera. Like, oh, for God's sake. I was like, I need to change my lens and the camera's really big and all this stuff. 
So I. It's, it's a specific marital problem. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's like marital unrest. It's like, oh God's sake, you're taking your tripod as well. Oh my God. So I was like, okay, I need to get something smaller. Right. But I don't want to go to like a point and shoot uh-huh. as such. I, I want an actual camera where I can mm. change lenses. I went and tried lots of different cameras. And then I saw this, like a, a little Olympus camera. And it was the EM10 and it was cute and it was fit in my hand and it looked exactly like my Practica. I'd remembered it. Ah. And I was like, oh, look at it. And I shouldn't have bought it just for the aesthetics. <laughs> but, and I had done a lot of research and I was like, okay, don't spend a lot of money. You need to do some research. And then I was like, uh-huh. I'm really drawn to it because it's beautiful. It's speaking to me. So I looked it up and I was, everyone was like, all the reviews and stuff are going, do you know what? It's a really good camera. Mm. So I got it. And that's and because it fits in my palm and my hand like this about that big and I haven't changed my lenses. I've done most of my professional work on it. Wow! And then I had a, had a falling out with a big camera brand shop Fine. in in Lamar, to who they are, and because I went to buy this camera from them uh-huh. after me going back there four or five times and I was losing my temper with mm. them and I was talking to a good friend of mine who I met through Instagram and I said oh, I'm really upset. I really want that camera and I want to buy it and I've had a right grump. <laughs> And he said, you know what? I know someone who works at Olympus. I met her at a wedding conference. And he said, she's super lovely. And what I'm going to do is... And as we're having dinner, he's literally sending her a message. Right. So then he says... She's she's messaged me back. Yeah. He said, "Uh, sorry you had this awful experience. Come via us and we'll give you a discount. Here's a link. Wow. And I was like, oh my God, my faith in humanity has been restored. Thanks so much. So then I bought the camera, happy as Larry, skipping around. And then I contacted her and said... "Um, looking for this specific lens because I'm about to go to Scotland to Sky. She got back to me. I said, I, can't, I don't want to buy it from that shop. I'd prefer to buy it from you, but, you know, directly <laughs> from you. Go, shop. <laughs> yes, you know, go directly bought it from you because I've had great service. Yeah. Like 20 minutes later, she came back and she went, where are you? I'll get one couriered to you. And I was like, oh my God. And so basically they loaned me this lens. And I said, look, I will tag all my Instagram posts, mm. Olympus, I will tag on them. And at that point, were you had, did you have quite a decent yeah. following on your Instagram by that point yeah and that had all started mm-hmm. and so you could and that was just with my phone and then you can oh, see yeah. and I leave all my previous my early posts on there yeah because I want to show people that it didn't just happen overnight I didn't no. just wake up and suddenly I was taking these photos yeah there's a progression you can yeah. see pictures of my cats you can see pictures of me at my leaving do you can see pictures of me in the pub uh-huh. and there's some really terrible pictures on there and I Great. leave them there because I want that's to say life yeah it's I want to say look because I get lots of emails and people say oh, how did this happen? Mm. You know, and I said, well, actually, I didn't just... There's there a progression. Uh-huh. Scroll back yeah, and you will... Yeah, it's a craft. You've been working at it. Yeah, I said, and it's just practice, practice, yeah, practice. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and then, then I got invited to a meeting and they said, oh, do you want to come to this meeting, um, Olympus meeting? And I said, like, yeah, yeah, I'll come along. Yeah. And on the table, there's me in a room full of all, all the... They were all male ambassadors and there's me. And there must have been 10 or 11 of them. And we've gone out and we've played with the new camera and it's amazing. And I'm very excited because yeah. I'm in awe of all of these guys because yeah. they're all professional photographers. Got you. And then there's me. who And then I'm like, I'm on social... Yeah, I'm just playing at this. I'm, like, I'm on Instagram. I'm on social media. <laughs> la, 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 la. And you know, everyone was super nice. And um, yeah, and then it came back and on the table there was a contract. We all had contracts. It had my name on it. And it was on headed paper. And I was just looking at it trying to be calm. And everyone's like being really serious and then reading it page by page. And I was so excited and I didn't know what to do. And I was like, oh my God, I don't care what it says, I'm going to sign it. <laughs> I don't care what it says. And they're all like really reading the detail. Mm. And I was like, it could say my you know, firstborn is going to have to name Olympus. 
I don't care what it says. So you didn't know you were there to become an ambassador? They were just like, come no. on, let's meet in. Like, yeah, just, just ha- like, I had no idea. That's nuts. Um, and they've been absolutely incredible. And it's been like... So what, when was that? About four or five years ago. Jeez, oh. And yeah, it's been incredible. Um, and they've given me so much freedom and encouragement. And like... Um, and they haven't taken a kidney or <laughs> No, not at all. Um, <laughs> you didn't say no to your no, life away. <laughs> they've been absolutely amazing. That's so cool. And because I, I got the real travel bug. And so I start... I mean, I had been travelled before, but not mm. like this. So like cities, running around, looking at buildings, doing yeah. stuff. Because of what had happened, I, did, I, I didn't really enjoy taking pictures of people, people anymore. And I found a lot of comfort in buildings because they didn't move. They didn't get any grief. I, and I love, I didn't realise until other people were going, you like geometry, you like lines, you like order. And, <laughs> like, Duh. I'm like, mm. and it was all because they could see, they, that's what they were looking and yes. seeing in my pictures. Yeah. So I was just travelling and I had this like hunger and I was just got itchy feet. So. Mm. And were you looking at other photographers working going, I'd like to emulate that or was it literally just... Well, this is what I do. I was looking. The thing is, I thought I was really. I for for a long time, I've always thought I was a bit odd because I like the underground mm-hmm. and I like staircases and I like thing. And I just stand there in my normal day mm-hmm. and I will look at things and go. Someone spent time designing that and everyone's just ignored it. Do, uh, people are just walking past it. So yeah. true. And car parks. I really like car parks. Right. Um, <laughs> like concrete. Yeah, I like concrete masses. Yeah. But there's so much beautiful angles and things in there when the light certain light hits it you can see it's a beautiful place and the people laughed at me at work they were like so you went away this weekend spending time in a car park and I'm like yeah actually I did do you want to have a look at my picture and they went you took that in a car park I'm like yes I did I told you it's just having the vision and and like probably taking a step back yeah and I found a lot of things where I suppose it was sort of like with me people have always like disregarding me I'm small I'm little this that and the other mm. and things that people weren't looking at I was looking at and going do you know what that's incredible that's that's like a theme from like the yeah. school days isn't it like oh god you yeah I've been in that um... it, totally I think it was that being told look you're a tiny little woman like I did this Instagram thing at um, the white cube mm. Anthony Gormley had um, an exhibition there and he was there in the morning a few of us were invited because that was the beauty of Instagram in those mm. days if you somehow got invited to these events and so I've been to see like Ai Weiwei Royal Academy completely empty it's been beautiful I've really enjoyed it wow so incredible and I remember Anthony Gormley was there and he actually was standing inside of one of his giant sculptures and I've run across the floor and the floors are all like shiny polished concrete right. jumped on my knees like um, I don't know back to the future and skidded <laughs> across the floor because I've seen a point where I want to be central to get this photo yeah and there's this, this couple of guys with their big cameras and stuff, like they're professional mm. and they're like, you're in my way. Then I went, oh, I don't think so, you're in my way. And he was like, what? No, like, to take up space, I, thanks. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm here. Because mm. one of my favourite photographers, Jane Baum, she was this lady who, she didn't look like all the other photographers, they're all men, and she's there with a handbag over her arm. And she just takes her camera out. And she's taken some amazing portraits. Mm. And she, I mean, she's taken pictures of so many different people. Her work, I just was like, I was like if she can do it. Mm-hmm. And I remember her wearing a story where she's in a big like uh, press. like All the photographers are there in the right. pit. And they're shoving and pushing her about. And they, someone said to her, get out of the way. And she was like, no, I think you're confused. You're in my way. And I, was, yeah. I remember saying that and going... Yeah. But I, you don't imagine that there are still industries, especially creative industries, oh, yeah. where they're still male 
kind of dominated or there's still that attitude like you don't belong here yeah but people laugh at me when they see my tiny camera and um, then to see your work is I do talks and stuff and they're like can do you what do you use for, for your professional work and I, I've done like gigs for like big car companies um their, their campaigns mm. and turned up and they went where's the rest of your stuff and I've, that's my tiny little rucksack there, uh-huh. that, and that's what I carry my camera in I, and that's what I did all summer one tiny camera two little lenses in my bum bag and I was taking pictures and you know obviously as much as you're saying that you know, that particular camera the Olympus camera that you found works for you oh god yeah it's very much that's what I always say to everyone yeah it's very much what you're doing with that camera then you don't yeah. need all this equipment yeah but I mean people do say the best camera's the one you've got with you so anyone who wants to buy a camera I keep saying to them it's no point me telling you what to buy you go and feel them touch them look at the menus I said because if you're not comfortable using it you won't use it but you'd be scared of it if it's too yeah you know, and I said and, and, dancing. and there's lots of people who are quite snobby about it I'm like oh, okay if I said look there's a function it says auto on it you can go automatic <laughs> if you want to mm. do it it's your photo yeah don't think that you have to learn to use it I probably don't use half the stuff on my camera I know what I'm comfortable with and that's my thing and so I, sometimes I try and push and I change but I know what my go-to settings yeah. are and, and how I feel with it because it's like a friend. It's like it's my travel companion. It's probably it's the most reliable. Yeah. <laughs> and you've obviously been able to capture moments because you've taken the time to step back or get in, yourself into a corner where nobody else would get themselves. Yeah. Or... Pe- people literally ignore me. It's fantastic. I love it. It's great. <laughs> For years I hated it. I'm like... And it works in your favour. Yeah, so now I just... And I don't mind it because I don't want people to remember me. I want them to just think yeah. about my work. Mm. And well, I guess in people seeing your work, then it makes them go, wait a minute, who and, is this person? And that's why when I was on Instagram, so I, my tag name is Yesebra, and yeah. I don't... I didn't say my name because most people will say they'll have a tag or something and then they'll put their actual name Got so you can you. search for them. So it just says Yesebra, Yesebra. And so lots of people think I'm a guy... I never said I was a boy or a girl. Yeah. I decided just to leave it. Because Where did Jess ever come from? Well, I used to work in a pub kitchen years and years ago. Okay. And there was a pirate radio station. And every now and again, this guy, it was great, it was a radio station. And he would just go, yes, zebra. <laughs> and just randomly, and we would all just laugh going. Why did you say that? And so when you go on Instagram, you have to put in a name. And you know, you, like, you have to. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Um, uh, ooh, um, and oh, yes, Zebra. It's because, and that's what I used to tag myself when I used to play computer games was Yes, Zebra because it was just funny. So, yeah, I became Yes, Zebra. That's so funny. And the whole point was to be, it wasn't about who yeah. I was. Uh-huh. I wanted people just to look at my work. Yeah, to speak for itself. Because yeah, I, yeah. I had so many occasions where people will just go, I'm like, how can you judge me by looking at me without knowing anything about me? Absolutely. And that's what, yeah, so... And that's the power of telling stories through your work. And that's yeah. that's kind of how I've done the podcast, because you need to go under the surface a bit. Oh, totally. You know, the amount of people I've had in this podcast, and people would maybe just assume... And to be fair, if I'm totally honest, mm. there's been a few people where I've went to interview them like why do they want to speak to me like today I'm like why is Martina want to come on the podcast are you kidding your podcast awesome oh thank you I've thank been, you I know you've been listening so that's really kind yeah no because I don't I haven't listened to radio usually it's you know, plug into music mm. switch off go to work yeah but it's actually really engaging and I forgot how that's engaging lovely. it was to hear someone's voice ah that's kind yeah. and like all the stories and some of them there was one I was like practically into this oh 
I was like, these people are so yeah. inspiring. No, but that's the thing. People, and people like, just are. But, you know, some people, yeah, like you're saying, get overlooked. Obviously, this awful thing had happened in my life, and I was like, okay, and I didn't talk to anyone about it. I kept it really quiet wow. and only a few people knew and then I think it obviously things started to fall out and people yeah. started to realise and, and then I told my family I was like okay and my parents were like why didn't you just tell us and I was like I didn't want to disappoint you so I was like right this awful thing has happened but I don't want to look back and say I wasted any of the time after this awful thing happened it happens to lots of women it's it's a real thing and we need to be able to say it without mm-hmm. everyone tilting their head going oh okay so it's taken me a long time to be able to say it and say, look, yeah. this did happen to me, but not only did I survive and I went through it, but look, it happens to lots of women and they do it in silence, but you can be stronger and you can do yeah, all these things. The thing is, it. it does happen to a lot of people, but it, your experience is unique. It's your experience. Yeah, it's totally. You know, it was like when I was talking to my friend about psoriasis, she's mm. like, loads of people get psoriasis. Yeah. You're going, why am I talking about my... Because it's your experience of yeah. it. Yeah, and I just always said, right, I'm going to look back and go, I'm not going to just be okay I'm going to really push myself I know what the bottom feels like so now I was like no so there's no and they laugh at me loads of people laugh at me because I keep saying everything is possible they're like you should have that tattooed on you, you should have that <laughs> I've been saying it all summer so um, you probably saw, I've got two accounts yes so I have my proper well not my proper but my main account where it's all architecture and my travel yes it started off as a black and white separate account mm. had no followers and I was just I wanted to take some pictures and I met another photographer a female photographer who like really inspired me with her work and stuff and I was like do you know what I need to get back into black and white because I remember how much I love it I started doing that and then this is where the sort of Christine and the Queens thing started going a bit yes. crazy saw Christine at, um, or saw Chris at um, the Curzon talking about before the new album came out Okay. and there's like two and a half thousand people in this audience and her and Miranda Sawyer be- what a be- incredible interview mm-hmm. and it felt really intimate and it was it, fe- it was there was so much like um, the only way I can describe it it was love it was just a really nice atmosphere yeah. it was really positive and there's all these I was looking around and basically it was everyone who like me had always been on the periphery I felt okay. like you know people who always thought they were a bit on the outside got you all gathered oh, yeah. in one place lovely and I was like I actually feel comfortable in this yeah, sort of environment. Yeah, I'm totally this empowered by that. And it was really lovely, and she came across fantastically well. And I was like, really like her music. She's a great yes. performer, but she's actually seems like a really nice and decent mm. person. So ended up seeing her in Amsterdam and got in with my camera, which apparently you weren't allowed to do. But I, right. I may have become very intimate with my camera to get it in, but I did. <laughs> And uh, walked in like John Wayne. Thankfully, my camera was not the big camera. It's uh, my little Olympus, so I went in. Yes. Took photos, but that gig changed. Like, a light switched on in my head. I remember seeing Madonna when I was 15 uh-huh. at the girly show, and that changed my complete life. And I really? just remember seeing this performance and this whole thing going on, going, oh, my God, that's amazing. This is the most amazing mm. thing I've ever seen. I wish I'd brought my camera. Goodness. And then I saw this gig, and I went oh my God, this is amazing. Can anyone see what I'm seeing? There's so much going on. It's theatre, it's drama, the lighting. Oh my God, this is so much. And it was like total overload. Overload. I walked out there going, I'm seeing that again. And so I saw it three times. Wow. And I traveled, went to Birmingham. Dang. I got some great pictures in Birmingham. Um, I, well, so, oh I was so excited. And at this point, had you started taking pictures of people again? Because obviously you'd abandoned it, taking pictures of people for a while. It was actually 
going to it was in that I, I took pictures at the Curzon and it was because I felt safe in that area yeah. that I started taking pictures again so I met so many people who've been creative and supportive of me and positive that I was like actually everything is possible I, I can do this mm. yeah so I mean and in Bercy so we went to see um, Chris in Bercy and it, it was this most beautiful moment I'll never forget it so she's got two tattoos on her but one says um, one of us and the other one says we accept you and a couple of the fans, well, a group of them, they were incredible. They got over 7,000 bits of paper and they were printed, one of us and we accept you, and it was passed around the auditorium. Okay. And at a certain point where she's about to sing, all of these papers got oh, lifted up. Oh, my goodness. An incredible yeah. moment. And and I got a couple of photos and I was like, this is like this moment. And, it was, and, I, and I was able to capture it. Yeah, and it was just beautiful. Mm. So, yeah, it just sort of went on from that. And then the people that I met through being Chris fans and chatting with them, and it just sort of spiralled. So I ended up going to France and travelling, sacrificing a year's worth of annual leave. Right. (laughs) In less than six months, so I'm going to be really grumpy for the next few months. Um, But, yeah, just sacrificing it and travelling and taking photos on the tour. And so because I was what I was seeing... The lighting, the staging, mm. it wasn't just the perform. Yeah. It, there was so much more going yeah, on. There's obviously been so much attention to detail. And people weren't... because, And then you see all the actual photographers come in and they're all like a big herd with their giant cameras and all the rest of it. And they come on for three songs and then they go. But I was there at the front with my friends. As a fan. As a fan. Yeah. And, and she says, you know, this is a safe space. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, it felt like a safe space because... Not only was I able to take photos, but mm-hmm. I was my confidence was growing. And as I was posting these pictures on my other account, so yeah. I, didn't, I didn't mention Olympus, I didn't mention anything. Oh, yeah. I wanted to be known just for my pictures. Mm. And so she, the dancers started sharing my pictures. Okay. She started sharing my pictures. Wow. And loads of people kept coming to saying, messaging me, going, "Are you her official photographer?" I was like, "That's the dream." <laughs> And they're like, oh my god, I'm not like, yet. And <laughs> everything then, is possible. Yeah, everything is possible. And she messed, she she starts sharing my pictures, and then she thank messaged god, me. Must be like, oh my goodness. And I was on a coach. I'm not low key. They laugh. People laugh at me. If you see Twitter, when I talk about being low key, it's like this gif of a puppy dancing and jumping around. That's me. Because when I'm excited, I'm excited. Fine. So I'm on a I'm on a coach to like Toulouse or something, and. I'm looking at my phone and it says, Christine, the Queen's just followed you yeah, on okay. my other account. And I went, wife mid. Huh? Oh my God. Oh my God. And there's this, this elderly lady sitting next to me and she's reading her magazine. And obviously I've started to like twitch a bit. Like, yeah. and, and she's looking at me. And you're right. And obviously I don't speak very good French. And I'm like, um, pardon? Uh, excuse moi. And I was, I wanted to hug her. I was like, I need to hug someone. I need to tell someone. Oh my That's God. Because my, yeah, my friend's behind me. So Lydia's behind me. And yeah. I'm like, um. Uh, okay. 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 So I texted another friend, and she's like, "Calm down." She went, "Have you responded? Don't respond. Don't respond. You're going to say something stupid because I have a habit of doing that." Um. Yeah. That's so, so funny. And I messaged her and said, "Look, you know, thanks so much for the support. Would it be possible for you to take uh, take pictures for you officially? Mm. I'm coming to this gig in Carcassonne." And then I saw that she read it, and then so I met my friends. We were in Carcassonne, and it was amazing. Beautiful play, absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. If you're like Harry Potter, it's like an inside a castle. Okay, okay. Oh my god, it's like the most magical environment. Wow. And with all my like, this big group of us, and it's really, and we're all Chris fans. We all know each other through Chris, mm. and it's really lovely. And then I get a text message in the morning from her manager saying, "Oh, congratulations, we've got your pass for the whole show." 
And I went, what? So I've gone into like, going, huh? Huh? Oh, <laughs> Mel oh, Demond. Oh, oh my God, oh my God. And I was so excited and it was incredible. Happy it was here. absolutely incredible. And it was such a magical performance that mm. night. And yeah, and we met the dancers and, and it sort of went on That's from incredible. there. And then, yeah, I've met her a couple of times since. Have you? I, I met her in New York. Right. And everyone was like, you went to New York to stalk her? I went, no, I went to New York. <laughs> to stalk her. To see Madonna. And we booked tickets for Madonna. So my yeah. friend Dan, who I know through Chris. Okay. Because he, I saw him in the audience with this Weetabix box sign. <laughs> and I was like, oh, why is there a man with a Weetabix box? So I'm like, hi. Excuse what me, what's doing? this? And it says Daniel Hart Christine. But then it crosses out. I yell so it says uh-huh. Dan Hart Christy, Chris yes and he keeps holding this up and I'd heard her mention something going this guy this guy. Mm. so that's how it started so I started chatting Great. with him so we became really good friends and then we went to New York together to see Madonna, Madonna. so we're in, we fly to New York and they're like oh Christy and the Queens is going to be performing with Charlie XCX their single on Jimmy Fallon so we were like okay cool and so we met her we Dan recorded it and I've got it on t- recorded and she was so complimentary and so amazing she was like yeah, thank you for the wonderful photos and I mm. did and I did actually say holy shit <laughs> I, did, I went holy shit and I was like oh god if someone I take a photo of likes my photo that that's everything to me yeah. if someone likes it then that's great yeah not that I need validation because I don't no, like no, but, no, no, no. but if they like it or they mm. share it that's a really big deal yeah for of course and I was like and she didn't know anything about me she didn't ask me for a portfolio she didn't ask anything of me she just she just saw my pictures just, yeah and, and for me that's the first mm-hmm. time that someone's ever done that so and it's time to be Christine of Christine and the Queens <laughs> yeah and you know it's, it's someone who I like massively admire who must mm. be talented mm. and I just think that lots of people pitch women against each other as competition showing women as being catty and I was like actually when women come together we are very powerful <laughs> and I'm very much in promoting and helping other female photographers yeah. because I'm like hold on a minute do you know what there's space for everybody I, yeah th- there is and I'm like how do you know the gender of my eyeball you know when I'm taking a photo yeah exactly I'm like, how can you judge me based on anything? 100%. Like? And so that's what, with like, obviously the being an ambassador, that's what I try and do. Yeah. I say, look, if I can do this, mm. any of you can do this. It's not oh. about luck. No. It's about putting yourself in the mix. Yeah. And, and, and you've got to show up. Yeah. I think if you don't, you know, because people are like, oh, I would have loved to have done that. I've got to, and I said, yeah, but well, do, do it. it. Actually do it then. Add it. And I think that's the attitude of like, you know, you've not coming at this with an ego. No. Like, I'm great at this. I just really, really love this. Oh God, I, I love can't it. not do this. Yeah, people are like, why do you take pictures? I'm like, because I have to. I don't get paid to take pictures, no. but I have to for myself. Yeah. And there are sometimes I would just go out with my camera alone, and I would travel alone to different cities mm-hmm. and spend the weekend running about for ten, twelve hours in a day taking photos, and that makes me happy. Uh-huh. I mean, I've got so many photos people will never see, mm. but I don't take them for anyone. I take them for me. Mm-hmm. And every now and again, I take a picture and I go, ooh, that's a good one. And, and it's that buzz that yeah, I get Yeah, of course. From and that connection with other people around the world, like, who are appreciating yeah. your art. And then, you know, you find a common ground, whether it be, say, music or... Car parks. Car parks. Yeah, and pe- people are really not... And I think there's this... Because of the news, people think, oh, you know, you can't trust people in different cities and the places are dangerous. Mm. And, but do you know what? I think people generally are good and kind yes. and friendly and want to help you. 100%. So that's, yeah, I, I yeah. just think that 
Yeah, I mean, need to keep thinking like that because as that is true, M- more often uh, the way things are politically at the moment, people human nature is actually good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and social media isn't a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. No, good. No. Social media is amazing because mm. I can see so yeah, many positives. The opportunities that you've had and the people you've connected with. Yeah, and the things I've seen and the places mm. that I mean, I've been all the way around the world. And I, if someone had said to me a few years ago, this is going to happen, uh-huh. I would have said, you've lost your mind. <laughs> I've been to New Zealand, I've been to Australia, I've been to Shanghai. I, I actually shot for an exhibition in Shanghai. Goodness. And that was complete. And I've been pushing myself outside of my comfort zone. Mm. So had no internet, had no maps in China, can't speak to anyone, and there's the, they call it the China, the Great Wall of China, the Firewall of China, so you, so you can't, don't get internet. Yes. And I was like, right, I don't know what I'm doing, I don't know exactly where I'm going, but I have my camera, and I have one, I've got two lenses, one camera, one battery, Okay. and I'm going to take photos of Shanghai empty. So I got there, and met a couple of guys who were Instagrammers, and they went, wow, you chose a really interesting weekend to come. And I went, why? And they said, this is Dragon Boat weekend. And I went, what does that mean? They went, an extra million people come to Shanghai. I went, you've got to be kidding me. Oh my God. <laughs> so that's what I did. I, and I, I took pictures of, literally I had milliseconds where there was emptiness and waiting and escalates. And I loved it. It was, mm. it was really hard. Yeah. I've never seen so many people in my life. Goodness. Like I videoed with my phone. Like people are crossing the road and they're just pouring out of buildings for like seconds. I was like, how That's many people nice. are here? And they're like, how did you catch Shanghai empty? And that was a moment. <laughs> it was nobody move. <laughs> it was it was so difficult. That's bananas. But it was amazing because there's no way I would have gone there. And are you just are you dreaming up ideas all the time, or is it just I go out and I just take I just I can't I kind of sort find of, what I find. Sometimes I get lost a lot. I have mm. no sense of direction, like none. Although I have a few places where I'm like, I'd like to go and see this building or I'd like to go and mm. see that, I get lost a lot and I just let myself get lost. Get lost. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's been a bit dicey. And I'm like, <laughs> I really shouldn't be here. I read to, I was in, I was in um, Oslo and I looked at the map and there was this like ski resort type thing mm. where there was this tower and I thought, I really want to take a picture of that. And I'm looking at the map and I'm like, right, so I keep going north and I go here and I can get off the tube, you know, and I keep going. And there's this big grey area. I was like, I'm sure like, I could walk that. That's, that's like 20 minutes. That's not a problem. It's like a mile. I don't mind walking. So I've gone really far out of the city and I can see the city from the distance. And there's snow everywhere. And I'm in the mountains now. And all the snow is melting. And so my feet are now soaking wet. The trees are, it's starting to look there's no path this is looking very bad and I'm climbing over things to keep going north and then I'm holding I was like what I'm going to do is I'm going to touch the tree so if a sniffer dog needs to find me and I die up here this is going to be fine like you're thinking that was good Colin. yeah um, and then it got to a point and I was like this is a really bad idea this is and remember how dangerous how difficult it was to come up no, you've, you've got to go, to go all the way down I was like it's good to have tried I'm going to give up now. Okay. I didn't fail. No, I tried. No. And now I'm going to go back. So I went back and I was absolutely soaking wet. And I've gone and I've sat in a pub because I like craft beer. And I've FaceTimed my friends. And I'm like, they're all having like bubble tea in London. I'm like, hi guys. <laughs> I'm having a beer. Just and a bit I, soggy and Oslo. <laughs> I just want to say hi because, you know, to see people's faces because I thought there was a moment I was, I was dying going, today. I was going to die. But it was okay because I had my camera. I'll always give, I'll give things a try. And mm. I'm very like, I'm like, can do this most things I thought I can go I can do that that's the right attitude everything is possible 
Do you think you've just always had that streak in you? I think I had it and then I lost it because I was being told, be sensible, Mm. get on the right road, get a career, do this, do this. And then when I sort of refound myself, I was like, actually, I can do this. Why why have I not been... And then when you surround yourself by creative and positive people, you it's amazing the energy and as soon as you start to believe that you're able to do things what you can accomplish is incredible 100 yeah so i've and, and have you never wanted to make the transition of this is my job or is it just the because it is a passion you're like i'm scared that i love it so yeah. much that if i did it full time i might start to dislike it and don't get me wrong i do love it mm. and i'm very lucky that i'm able to balance and i have very understanding work and i have supporting people yeah um, yeah, and I guess obviously the travel and stuff that's involved, like your job funds that. Yeah, exactly. You so know. one funds the other. Yeah. And I do help people in my regular work, so I get I do get a sense. Great. So that's lovely. I mean, because I, I work in the NHS. I mean, I don't save anyone's life, so I'm gonna. I'm not a hero like that. I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, I sit in an office, but I help people, you know, sort out their retirements and all sorts of things. Okay. So You know, it's it's because people don't know about it, and mm. I'm. But it's the same with like photography and social media. I think we need to like get rid of all this demystify things. Because, wow, that's so exciting! No, it's so difficult. I could never do it. I'm like, yes, of course you could. Mm. You got a phone. You can take a picture. Of course you can. Yeah, yeah. Everyone can yeah, do it's this. Yeah, like the podcast. Emily can do this. This is not hard. I wouldn't say that because it's quite good. I like I like your podcast. It's Hi. very nice. It's but, like, nice. but genuinely, I've seen some really I have bad no skills. N- like, no, but literally, I, just pe- stick a microphone and talk. People skills are amazing. Are, are like massive like mm. people oh I didn't do well at university I'm like do you know what you can have all the smarts in the world doesn't mean anything and and that's what I, I was like lots of people used to say to me about my photography I was like I was a lot of doubt I was like why why do people want to like my pictures or why am I in this position why mm. why and then another guy another photographer said to me he said it's not just your photography it's the package it's you it's how it comes. That's right. He went, yes, your, your enthusiasm, yeah. it's that sort of it's thing. It's infectious. Yeah. And somebody's passionate for something, it lights them up. Yeah. You want to know more, you want to hear the stories. And you see the eyes. Yeah. I'm a really big person, when I go to gigs now, if I see an artist and I see the eyes change, mm. I'll that I, that draws me. Yeah, they, they, you're going into a totally like, mm. a different headspace when you're in the moment where you're enjoying something so much you can't think about anything else. Yeah. That's, special if you can find that yeah and but you i see i go to a lot of gigs now and i've been look i've been looking very Mm. carefully at people and how they play their instruments some people they're doing it yeah but i mean and i think they it's it's not that they don't love it but there's no no, their eyes Mm. aren't there yeah whereas i go to like other gigs you can see these they're in their prime you know the mm. dancers are all feeling it you can see it and everything's you can, vibing off each and you other and can see yeah, the chemistry between them and it's instant and you're like look you can't special. buy that there's something yeah. there and you know that's why I'm like you can put all these things together but if it either works or it doesn't if I see that in a photo I'll, I'll take a photo mm. but otherwise I usually won't yeah I'm yeah, waiting for that spark. Yeah, because that's what excites me when I get that picture. Totally. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. The journey this year yeah. has been insane. It's like proper adventures. I mean, I I will always be able to look back at the last year or so and go, mm. this may have been if this is the peak on the best part of my life, then I'll accept it because damn. Oh, that's I, that's pretty decent. Yeah, I can't you can say that. I can't say. Yeah, I'm so grateful it's happened and people. Mm. 
I mean, as long as I'm still enjoying it, I'll do it. Yeah, it's like the podcast. Like, it's nice when I get like feedback and people say, I, you know, I've listened or I've really liked it. I'm like, that's amazing. Like, I do really appreciate that. I just really enjoy doing it. And then if somebody gets something from it, that's like a total bonus. Yeah, it's, it's but there's a big art to talking to people. Mm. That's why I stay behind a camera because I'm... <laughs> That's your safety net. Yes, <laughs> me and the camera. Um, but look how many opportunities it's given you to meet people and, and speak to people. Once yeah. you find that, that common ground. Or... Yeah, you see people. You can come from everywhere, anywhere in the world. Mm. You can do all sorts of different jobs. You could be any age. And then you have this one thing and you can say, oh, you know, I, I like I like this band or mm. I, I like photography or I like this. Yeah, but somebody might look at you and go, oh, like, she's so cool and like, she's going round the world. Like, what do people <laughs> be thinking and saying that? And you, and you are. But you're just you're a person, you're a normal person. Yeah, and that's who the, has like vulnerabilities. Oh, and, totally. Like you know, just like everybody's. We're all the same, but we're and all very different. That's what I love about social media because, like Instagram and Twitter, and especially with stories and that sort mm. of thing, it has made you can actually see that people are people, and that's we need to remember that people mm. are people. They have good days, they have so bad is days. Christine of Christine the Week. Do you know what I mean like it, she's totally. a person? Oh, totally. And, and she, who just loves what she does and has been able to get to a certain level in it. Oh, totally. And I mean, I was able, I, I've spoken to her and like, we're both standing there very awkwardly. You yeah. can see, because I'm like, um, I'm not really good at talking to people. Uh, and when people give me compliments, I'm not great with them. I'm mm. like, oh, okay. Um, so yeah, <laughs> it's, it, it's, we're both awkwardly standing mm. there, but there's a, a I, I appreciate what she put on so because no one else has done it. Yeah. We need to appreciate the arts. Mm. These are the things yeah. that throughout the age, you know, you look at cavemen, they were like making pictures yeah. and the Egyptians and you're just like, people would always do that. this human nature. Mm, we, should, we should be encouraging art. Mm. I'm really passionate about that. I'm like, when they say to school, you know, oh, you shouldn't, you need to like, English and maths are really, really important. Mm. And you're going, okay, it might be important, but do you know what? You're stifling so the these... creative artists. Yeah, you're stifling oh, yeah. these kids. And I try and encourage, like... And that's why I will, like, say to, like, lots of the students that I, like, talk, will talk to and say, mm. look, just because you have to make choices for GCSEs or, or... Those choices aren't the end. That's just something to... You have to get an education mm-hmm. to be able to do certain things. Yeah, it does open doors. Yeah, but don't ever switch off yeah. and think that you can't because... Yeah. I just it's yeah, keep the, the creative juices flowing and it's not about making something yeah. a job necessarily like it's about yourself. enjoying yeah it's about enjoying it but don't yeah you don't need to choose you yeah. can do both you can oh, do oh, totally and that's a grown up job if yes. you like and yeah I mean my priorities are feeding the cat mm. <laughs> having well, a job to feed the cat yes and then if it, like if sometimes I, I will just go out by myself on a weekend and I won't talk to people but mm. I'll just go and take pictures because that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. I like it. And then people, you know, people go, "Oh, I wish I was like, um, I wish I had something like that." I said, "You probably do. You just don't know, don't know it, what yet. it is yet." Yeah. I said, "And don't base how I am on yeah, how you should be." Copy me, emulate me, uh-huh. Because I said it is a magical feeling. I yeah, would... if, it, if you can find something that takes you away. But the joy that I see, like, so I put lots and lots of pictures up on on my accounts, and people, it it genuinely gives them joy, and I can't. I was like. If I could give you that in a bottle, I would mm. love to. I'd be a millionaire. There are two things I love in the world. Sleep. Oh, God, I love sleep. And taking pictures because of the feeling I get from that. And if I could give that to someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and, and pe- people actually go, thank you so much, you know, this has made me really happy. And if you go to someone's house and I see my photos in their house. That's amazing. I'm like, 
really nice. And, and all that work and effort that you've put into your passion, and you've mm. had a you've had a lovely time. I love <laughs> it. Yeah, it's, it, you know, it's a bonus that other people can then oh, appreciate it as well. Completely. It's yeah. and, yeah. and you will inspire somebody to maybe step out their comfort zone or go and find what they're passionate about. Yeah, and I mean, I, I would say I've tried to take pictures of flowers. I cannot do that. It's not, it's not for me. Thing. I've tried to take pictures <laughs> of landscapes, and I went to Sky, but it was. Magnificent, and I was mm. all I could think was, I could never do this justice with my camera. Okay, because uh, I know some landscape photographers who are insanely uh-huh. good. Actually, yeah, so gonna, you know what works for you. Yeah, and I was like, but I'm going to try. So, and I, I've, I've yeah, I've, I've gone to so many incredible places and taken pictures, and it's really weird that some of the places that I love the most, I took the least pictures. Because you've just been enjoying it so much. Yeah, and just the whole, and just soaking it up mm. and the experience. I think that's what we're lacking now, yeah. is the experience. True. We are all about the camera phones and yeah, like videoing concerts, the entire course, you like watching it through a screen, you like just watch the actual concert. <laughs> when, when I was a teenager, you'd go into a, like a record store and they would you would talk with the guy he'd be like oh hi how you doing you'll really like this 12 inch and you'd stand in and you'd listen and it was the experience where you'd have a conversation or you'd go in and hear music and go what's this this is really cool I really like this but and then obviously because of digital that whole thing has gone and now I think we're going back to it's we're realising that digital's great and you know there's all these positives but Mm. human interaction but human interaction's really important we're alive in moments so. of mm-hmm. yeah I get yeah. it so still an ambassador for Olympus yes um, and have that freedom just to they do, do their thing well yeah I'm I'm a travel ambassador but they have, have never tried to contain me or label me to make me something that I'm not so I do take travel pictures I do travel but I take slightly different pictures I don't take your you know your textbook type photos of Horizon. Mm. Like, I take it's just not yeah. Yeah, I like cities. To, I mm. like I like cities, but I like taking pictures of cities empty, which for some reason is just the stupidest thing, but it's great fun. But yeah, so I do. Yeah, I've done talks for them, like um, at like the photography show and stuff like That's that. So cool. And it's really it's really nice. Like at the end, people people walk up to me and go, "I really enjoyed your talk," and I'm like, "Really? <laughs> Did you actually listen? You you came because you want? Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay." And I'm like, okay, let's hug now because I don't know what else to do. Yeah. I have people, that's what uh-huh. I do. I'm like, I, I, I would like to think that at least a couple of people go, actually, I can do that. Mm. And yeah, so I, I look at other people's photos and try and encourage people and I answer emails and I send Brilliant. them. Because I think that it can be really easy if I'm having a bad day to be snappy or grumpy. And I'm like, actually, do you know what? It's so important how you respond to people because it can make such an enormous difference yeah. to how they are. Yeah, and if somebody's holding you up on some sort of pedestal, which you don't encourage, yeah. but they, people just do it. I do it yeah. with people, they maybe do it with me, that your approach... Yeah, totally. Needs, you need to come at it like, this could be the hardest day that somebody's having ever. Yeah. Uh, and you that interaction you have with them might make or break it. Yeah, and I remember one of the guys from um, who I met, he's actually a good friend of mine still, uh, Neil from on Instagram I took this awful I mean it is an awful photo of him at the Olympic Park right. and he's wearing these Olympic glasses and it's edited it's like over edited it's saturated it's really bad okay and I put it up and he said so he, he made a nice comment mm. about thanks for the photo or something and that made my day that gave me so much confidence mm. 
and now I know they, they scroll back into my photos, some of my friends, and they go back and like some of the old ones just to tease me. <laughs> and, the, and he, yeah, he said to me that that picture is awful. I was like, I know, I'm so sorry. I said, but the way that you responded to it, I mean, mm. if you had said to me, that's awful, can you take it down? I may not have gone back to another meeting. I may not have picked up my camera. I might have been really sad about it. Yeah. But the way that you reacted had such a uh-huh, massive so impact. So true. I mean, I've been, I've been sent some howling photos of me. <laughs> this guy sent me a picture, and I've obviously went like this with my head, <laughs> and I have quite a lot of extra skin, and I my, I look like the rubber head from that. It's like there's literally about I'm like one of these sharpie dogs. Like there's about forty five rolls oh, of skin. It's horrendous. So I was like, thanks for the photos, because I thought you can't shoot the guy down. He obviously yeah. thought it was like a it's good, good in the moment picture. Me yeah. on the other hand was like, I'm a riot. It's not great. So attractive. Well, no. the thing is, I you've just got to take all the photos, good or bad. Yeah, <laughs> Keep I, taking them. And I think that yeah, the, I think the best bit of advice I got from one of my old best friends that I went to school with is she said, "You just need to be kinder to yourself. You need to like yourself." She said, "Just be kind." And this mm-hmm. was years ago. I'm my own harshest critic. Mm. I'm my biggest doubter. I was all. I suppose that part of me was got. It became enormous and took over. Yeah. and was like you can't do this you can't do that mm. you don't look this way you don't fit in you don't yeah. do this you do. and then I was like actually I've stopped caring mm. and the passion for it takes over it's like well aside from all that I might feel the yeah. doubt I might not like myself or whatever but I still need to do this yeah so well I might come out looking very silly I might trip up but you know what at least I did it and so it was something that you, re- you regret 100% of the things that you never did didn't do yeah so basically I decided to try and contact to get press access so I contacted festivals I contacted magazines I, everyone was no 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 and they wouldn't take me seriously nope 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 and I was like okay right I'll find another way and that's what I did that, and they were like but you, who's going to take you seriously I was like you need to give me a chance I'll just go to the source I'll just go to Christine and the greens and that's why why social media is so amazing yeah the power of that that's incredible so it is November you have two months left of this amazing year (laughs) what are you going to do with them this month is I don't know what I was smoking when I decided to do this month so November I have about 14 different gigs I'm going to jeez Louise and I'm working full time because I used up all my annual leave yes on this gamble that paid off what I'm happy with I am having to put in extra hours to build up time so I can take time off. That's right. So I'm doing like 40-something hours a week at work. Uh-huh. I've, yeah, so I've got, I've got Bjork this month, I've got Moona this month, cool. FKA Twigs this month, I've got Metronomy this month. I'm going to Paris twice. I'm going to see um, Aloise Sauvage, who she's amazing, I right. really like her. And uh, Jean Edid, she's incredible. Okay. Um, my French was awful. I mean, mm. it's still awful but not as awful. And I was like, I can do this. Yeah. I'm going to learn a bit of French. Yeah. And in France, I wanted some postcards to some friends. So I went into a shop and I, I was like, right, I'm really struggling with my French. And the guy was going, do you want me to? I was like, no, please, can you just let me try it in French? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I bought a stamp in French. And I was yeah, like, please. Well done. So I was like, do you know what? I need to, just because I had a bad experience at school with mm. French, my French teacher was awful. She ruined again. It's that interaction after yeah, that the interactions you have with people. They they can stay with you, especially 
yeah, teachers. In a, yeah, in a position of you know, influence, like a teacher, you remember the amazing teachers who totally nailed it and yeah. made like a, a bit of an impact on you. And you also remember the ones that... Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, of course they're, they're human mm, and they have yeah, bad days. Well, exactly. But yeah, I'll yeah. always remember that. And, mm. and now I'm like, damn it, I wish I'd learned more French because I'm getting better. Yeah, it's never too late to learn. Yeah, I mean, but even spending like three weeks in France, mm-hmm. I actually was picking, because obviously it's the intonation and how people talk yes. and then you're like, okay, Oh, okay. I'm picking up stuff, and I'm mm. and that yeah, was, being in the mix and doing it. Yeah, I, 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 I and I really enjoyed it. That's so cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, but you're like literally making it happen. Yes, you know, it, it's if, like it's not like Olympus going. We're flying you around the world. No, like, they're not. I'm. It's, yeah, you've got freedom to do what you want, and you, this is how you're choosing to spend your money and your time. Yeah, to hone your craft and to yeah be passionate about yeah. what you love doing. Oh, totally. And like I said, my camera is. There's only been like maybe four occasions in the last five years that I haven't had my camera. And a couple of them are like at funerals. Yeah, you're documenting your existence. Uh, pe- people just ex- accept that I have a camera. They're yeah. like, she's got a camera, she's got a camera. And yeah, I, I always have something. I mean, I have my phone. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good with my phone to take pictures. I'm mm-hmm. just not, I don't, I don't feel like I'm in control. Mm. And um, someone told me once, because obviously when I first learned photography, it was all about look using your eye mm-hmm. and obviously now you have all these screens and all the rest of it yeah and he was like trust your eye always trust your mm. eye and so yeah i don't most most times i won't use the screens because i trust my eye yeah and that's why i'm quite protective about my eyes i'm like you have very cool glasses to be fair <laughs> i would love thank you i mean i would love to say that i chose them i did not my optician mm-hmm. um can i name drop her she's in I go for it. oh yeah brompton's in clapham she's eleanor right. absolute legend i've been going to her for 20 years Tiger men, right? <laughs> yeah 20 years i've been going to brompton Jeez, and that they're like a little independent place and when i finished university and i went for a job she was like okay so what's your job in i said well i'm the manager and i do this and she went do you want people to look at you or do you want them to look and look again i was like the second one <laughs> And I was, she was like, okay, so she's picking all these glasses. I was like, Eleanor, I trust you. I know you. You, you do this for, for a living. Yeah. You know your stuff. Mm. I trust you completely. It, it, it's the experience. Mm. So I know people go to spec savers and all the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. But for me... You have a relationship with yeah, your go, optician. Go to have a, mm. a... And it is the experience. I'll go and have a cup of tea. Nice. And it's not like she'll go, okay, we're going to get the most expensive things out and put them on no, the table. What's right for you. Yeah. And so we... <laughs> She's like, I love you. You're gonna never talk about price. I'm like, Eleanor, I know you know what you're doing. Yeah. I trust you. Great. And it's like when I had my pictures hung. Um, I had my first exhibition um, of all my pictures from when I did my travelling in Shanghai and Singapore. And I went to the gallery, and uh, the lady there who was there, she was putting everything together. She said, "Do you really want to come for you know to put all the pictures in the frames?" I was like. I've never had an exhibition. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I pal. And I was there and she was like, because most people don't come, because this is like the, you know, they come for the hanging, but they don't right. come to put it in the frame. So I was right. like, no, no, I'll be there. I'll, say, I'll be there for the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And then she, she said, well, what do you think about hanging? I was like, I've seen how you've hung mm-hmm. pictures. You know exactly what you're doing. I trust what you're doing. Yeah. I'm here. I just want to be here for the experience of it. I'm not yeah. really like, judge. <laughs> and it was so nice. We were having conversations. Because I feel that this and how she had seen my pictures. And I said, uh, when it was hung, I said, the way that you have done it yeah. has really made them Nailed amazing. It. Yeah. I said, it was probably one of the most exciting things. How I've did heard. that come about? Well, they said to me, um, so Olympus said, where do you want to go to take some photos? And I, I'm looking at the world map going, I want to go somewhere I've never been. 
and I was like, I could go to Beijing or I could go to Shanghai. And I went, right, I'm going to Shanghai. Mm-hmm. And so I was there for like four days, walking around, seeing things, experiencing it, taking photos and just generally mm-hmm. soaking it up. It was the most exciting thing I've ever done. That's so cool. And it was... And then to come back and then exhibit your work, like, what? Yeah, I was like, guys, um, I'm having an exhibition. <laughs> and when you stand there and you hear people, I've like... In our new gallery, we had like a group exhibition. Yeah. So they've got a gallery in Holland Park and they put all of our pictures up. So I'm standing there and no one knew. Then my name's underneath it, but they don't know it's my photo. The lady from the the gallery, they're talking about my picture. And I'm standing there just sort of eavesdropping going, hmm, okay, that's interesting. And they're talking, you know, the tones and, the, and all this stuff. And I was just like, oh my God. And they were like, are you okay? And I was smiling and they were like, what? I said, it's mine. Oh, wow, I've never heard someone. And they were, yeah. like, they were like, oh, it's a great photo. I was like, like thanks. But this woman who was there, she was so excited about it. And I was like, do you know what? You love it so much. I said, can I just give it to her? And they were like, you're not meant to just give them away. I was like, oh. So she I, likes it. She really likes it. I have it printed. And I said, to, I sent her a message. Mm. And I said, look, because you loved it so much, I just want to give it to you. Because of the way that yeah, I saw. Yeah, you did to Yeah, I was like, I, I, have a, I have the print at home. I was like, I'm going to give it to you. Cause well, that was kind. And they're like, you're meant to sell them. I was like, oh, oh, right, oh, yeah, damn sorry. It, right. I was like, oh. but, I was like but look, look but at that. But it's lovely that you've got that freedom. Oh, God, totally. Do you know what I mean? Like you say earlier on, if it became your job, maybe, maybe not, mm. maybe it would make things different in that sense. Yeah, I've seen lots of people go freelance. Yeah. They say they love it, and mm-hmm. I think they love it when they're doing it. Yeah. But then... All the other stuff that comes with it. You don't yeah, have to, there's like, the I, pressure, I, the yeah. clients. Yeah. I mean, deadlines, like, yeah. Ah. Whereas I don't have deadlines. Yeah. I mean, they'll... Or they're quite they're really good with me. They'll say, um, can we need you to do this, this, this and this? Can you write about this, this and this? And then I'll just go, sure. And I'll get it done. Mm. Yeah, they've been incredible. So I can't... I mean, even if it ended tomorrow, they said, mm. okay, thanks very much. We're no more ambassador for you. Mm. I'd say, thank you. I've had the most amazing time. You know, they've been incredible. So... Yeah, I'm, I'm very brand loyal. Right, we're moving on to the thingamabobs. <coughs> okay. Are you ready, Martina? Um, I'm a bit scared, okay. Don't worry, they're not quick fire. Okay, that's good. So I will, like, edit out the big long pause that <laughs> possibly may ensue when I ask you one of these. Okay. Um, what is your biggest pet peeve? Litter. Good one! Litter drives me crazy. Only because, even as a child... I always used to get in trouble with my mum because I would keep sweetie wrappers and things in my pockets. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I couldn't find a bin, so mm. I didn't throw it on the floor. I'd put it in my pockets, and then she'd obviously have to empty it when she's doing the washing. So for me, people just throwing things in the street... Don't understand it. Because no I'm, like, I'm like, somebody else is going to have to clean that up. Mm-hmm. And the idea that someone else has to do it... Which, you know mm-hmm. what? If we all looked after things a little bit better yes. wouldn't the world be just a little bit nicer yes it would and there are some people who go oh yeah but if I if everyone did that then people wouldn't have a job emptying the bins or something I'm like trust they me would. they would have a job <laughs> you, you know but you know that just shows a lack of respect for your environment yeah. so don't just throw a litter on the street it's not cool I don't like it and if so, I, I'll actually if I see someone drop something in the street I will walk up to them if they try and walk away <laughs> And tap them on the shoulder and say, I think you've dropped something. I'm sorry, I think you've dropped this. <laughs> and normally, if it's like an office worker or someone, you'll see them being really embarrassed. You go, oh, oh, sorry, yes, you did. And they pick it up like yeah. a coffee cup and walk away with it. Aye. And I'll be watching them to go, don't drop it now. Yeah, don't don't just throw it on the street. That's not so true. Yeah. Which band, past or present, or it could be an artist, mm-hmm. 
would you love to photograph in the flesh? The artist would have to be Beverly Knight. Oh, yeah. I saw Beverly Knight. She's amazing. I've seen Beverly Knight before as well. I saw her singing with Prince. Did you? And it was the after show party of 3121. Right. It's like two in the morning. Prince, no, there's no cameras. They're like really militant about mm. it. And it was just this incredible experience. And Prince is singing with Beverly Knight and she's singing in the Raspberry Beret. She is so incredible live. Every time I've seen her, she's been, I mean, like, yeah, amazing. And I was like, do you know what? I would love to. I, I went to the Royal Albert Hall to see her. And we're in, like, the, the side, like, um, not, not in the stalls, but around the edges. And she came on and I got up and everyone's sitting and I was dancing. Yeah. And like, don't you need to sit down? I was like, I'm not sitting down. It's Beverly Knight. I yeah. want to dance. We yeah. asked her with Jamiroquai years yeah. ago. She, she was the opening act for it and she is. She's outstanding. Yeah. The, having seen her with Prince, I was like, mm. I need to go and see her That's again. special. Where do you not mind waiting? I don't mind waiting anywhere because I'm, I'm getting, I get used to waiting because if you're waiting for an empty scene or I can see a shot developing, I'll just sort of stand there and wait. And I can do that for ages. <laughs> as, long, as long as I have like my headphones, uh-huh. I'm happy to wait. I like it. I need to ask you this one. Best gig you've ever been to? Uh, it, it's, it's a Chris gig. I would probably say Park Life in Manchester because it was indoor, in, indoor tent. The weather was cold, it was damp. It was a very, it was strange, the atmosphere. And there was hardly anyone, like after one of the acts came, left, like everyone in this tent just left. Mm-hmm. And then it was really, it was nice how the sort of people, again, the people that I feel comfortable with, mm-hmm. all started turning up and suddenly it was like lots of Chris fans and yeah. we were all together and we all knew that we were there for that. Uh-huh. And it, yeah, it, it 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 wasn't packed, and it should have been. Mm. But I think like um, Mark Ronson was playing somewhere else, and and so people who were there were there specifically for her. Yeah, nice. So it was a really nice atmosphere, and that was the night that I got some incredible photos mm. that like changed things started to change, and yeah. So I think although. Well, Points East was pretty epic as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with Park Life. a lot of good gigs, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have. Um, if you had one extra hour of free time a day, how would you use it? Sleeping. <laughs> Always. Totally. I love sleeping. Sleep. I love fun. it. I love it. Like a, a nap. Oh mm. my God, oh, no, I'd have a nap. That extra hour would be really? a nap. Just a wee nap. On a Sunday afternoon, on my sofa, with the cat. I love it and I, if I could give that as a gift to someone <laughs> I love it I love it I love it um, can you finish this sentence when I was we I I never thought I would be able to achieve what I have achieved that's lovely yeah it's a big sentence yeah <laughs> and I still think there's more and so yeah it's scary and exciting but more exciting but I'm just like well if I can do all of this mm-hmm. And I think it's important for people to take a moment to take stock of how far you've come because you, 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 life is so fast-paced if you don't take a minute to say, so wow, I actually, did I think that I could have done this or done this? No. no. Okay, so I can give myself a little hug and I can be super nice to myself and go, you did that. Okay, but don't, okay. Rest, on, don't rest on your laurels. No. But yeah. just remember that if you're ever having a bad day, mm. and that's what I've got a folder on my phone, and any time something nice has happened or I've had a nice message or someone's liked my photo or something, 
I will take a screenshot of it. Um, whenever I'm, or I have photos that I really like, I'm like, I'm having a dodgy day and mm. I'm having a bit of self-doubt. I'm like, okay, just just flick through these and then I'll laugh and I'll go, oh, that was that. Oh, that was that. Oh, I did this. Yeah. I remember when that... And, and that's, yeah, I keep a little folder just to like, to, it's just like a little natural pick-me-up. I like it. I like yeah, it. It's good days, yeah. Yeah, it is. And you, yeah. and you can just have it anywhere. Yeah. Or things just that be, just... be kind to yourself. Say nice things. Like, oh, yeah, totally. Say stuff that you would say to a friend. Oh, yeah. I and think you've brought a lot of joy to people, so be on that. But that's what photography is. Mm. Photography is just joy. Yeah. And, but my photos aren't perfect. Not by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't want them to be perfect. Because people oh... You, you haven't got a flash, so because I, I try and predominantly shoot without a flash. Got you. Because um, I, I want to use the light, available light. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, I know it's not perfect, but I'm happy with it. Yeah, of course. And that should be enough. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, what is perfect? Perfect is whatever you're doing. Yeah, it's like. And whatever's sparking the joy. Yeah, it, it, if it works for me, then it's mm. good enough. Yeah, so I mean, there's. There's a thing that I'll say if I put a photo up and no one likes it, it's probably because it's the photo that I like the most. <laughs> I'm like, no one likes the things that I post, but I like it. So I like it. So I don't care. Staying. People are like, well, you should take yeah. it down because it looks like you haven't got a lot of likes. I'm like, I don't care. And well, they were talking about taking the the, the likes the, off. The likes off. I think they probably should. Mm. Should. I mean, it's nice to see that like someone has enjoyed yeah, the photo. But when you get the comments, probably mean more because people yeah. have taken the time to formulate a response. Yeah, or, or I mean, to be fair, I'm quite happy with emo- emojis. I love them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if someone sends me like a smile or a heart or a thumbs up, I'm like, Great. <laughs> um, but if someone actually takes the time to put a comment, mm. I always like, no, oh, okay, wow, thanks, that's mm. really kind of you. Yeah, you of didn't course. have to do that. But and the last question to ask everybody in the podcast, and this is quite apt, since as you're in Bonnie Scotland this weekend, yeah. what is your favourite Scottish word or phrase? My favourite Scottish word, and I learned it recently. Mm-hmm. And I'm, when I say it, I say it with this awful Scottish accent, so it's I'm okay. going to uh, apologise no to anyone who is offended by it. it <laughs> it's boggin. 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 That's a good accent. Boggin, yeah. That's I love good. it. That's, this is just like, I love it. <laughs> well, Martina, there is nothing boggin about your photography, I'll tell you that. Well, that's, that's very I wish you all Thank the you. more adventures. Well, you, the same for the podcast, because I love it. That's kind. It's Thank really good. You. It's such a nice thing to listen to. And it's nice now we've made that connection. And yeah, people nice will come to you through the podcast. and oh, that'd be and, cool, and yeah. And get to see your work and appreciate it. And If you like something and you think it's weird, that's okay. Just show up. Just That's the only thing, you know, just show up. It's really important. Everything's possible. It, everything is possible. It is. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> Yay! I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Braw and the Brave, a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye for now.